Hey guys, welcome into another Thursday. It is uh, dirty airtime as we get after it from the dirty air cave just uh, north of Austin, Texas. My name is Rodney Rodriguez. Going to talk some Gulf Coast Racing Series action and stuff going on around the country. And there's a lot of stuff going on tonight. It and I'm going to I'm going to have to be very careful tonight, uh, friends, as we as we embark on this show because I I I have. The money in the bank race going on uh, right now. I have it on in the studio. So it's going to be very hard for me to refrain to not be calling play-by-play play for you on the show tonight. So uh, I'll try to not be doing that because, uh, of course, you can catch that uh, over on, on Flow Sports. And, of course, in, then you've got the uh, the Eldora Million. So it's a, it's a very good night. It's a very good night to be catching some of that action. But I'm glad that you were going to spend a little bit of time with me here on Dirty Air on Racing America as we get set. Uh, this is a full show, so we're, we're going to take this thing as deep as we can into this. Don't want to impede too much into that as the competition caution has come out with William Byron up in the front. But uh, Derek Griffin's going to join here in just a little bit, and he has been the man in the Modifieds there at uh, at Mobile uh, with the Gulf Coast Series. So it's been Derek. Uh, Derek Griffin has been the man with the plan. Then we're going to talk to Gina Shalno. She'll be on probably around 6.30, uh, 7.30 Eastern, depending where you're consuming this from. And then later in the show, around 6.45, I'm going to talk to a really good friend of mine named Joe Dan Bailey. And Joe Dan is a guy that, that uh, right here with Texas Roots, where I'm at, H.B. Uh, Bailey, uh, I mean, the last name, all of that, it, and Joe Dan, lots of time over the wall. He, he's done everything that you can think of in NASCAR, and right now he is at, at the upper echelon, and he's going to have some really good insight. He and, him were, he and I were kind of talking about some stuff during the week that I thought, before we started having all of the, these rescheduled things that we were going to have tonight, I thought it was some really good discussion that he can have good insight into just some of the stuff that we're watching. But uh, I, I did want to get Joe Dan on, plus not to mention he's going to be out in the middle of the Caribbean here next week. So we had to do it, and we're not changing anything up. So thank you all for checking in. And obviously, we should be in, in prime time mode right now, getting set for a, a big event coming up at, at Mobile. But... This is where we realize that that maybe with as many things that are going on in the world, in the country, uh, you know, we can talk about fuel prices. We can talk about uh, I'm in the real estate business and I'm seeing uh, a big impact with all of that, with interest rates. And there's all of that that's going on. But we are feeling it uh, at home with the Gulf Coast Racing Series that that COVID is still uh, COVID-19. All of that is is still something that that's very much a real thing. And it has affected us, obviously. As we were set to be racing on Saturday, you know, with a Friday practice and a and a Saturday full race program is what we had planned for everybody over at Mobile. But COVID has set in and bitten into the Gulf Coast Racing Series compound. <laughs> and uh, Gina will expand on this when I talk to her in, in just a little bit. But uh, we've, we've had several team members that were affected by this. And it was a situation where... We all came together and we tried to figure out, uh, you know, let, let's go ahead and run the race, you know, whatever the case was going to be. However, in the sense with trying to be as responsible and in the the sense of safety as much as possible, probably better if we just hold off on doing that race. And that was the call early in the week. And we wanted to do that just as early as possible to make sure that folks that were going to try to come out and race with us, that they knew well ahead of time that it was something that that's probably not in the best interest to do. I mean, we wanted to run. Hell, I'm well. <laughs> I, I, I'm i good. I said, I can come down and, and I can do, you know, whatever. 
I said, let me race direct and announce at the same time. How about that? Let's give that a shot, but probably not the thing to do. So in the interest of, of you know, safety, in the interest of, of doing the right thing, we're, we're going to go ahead and, and hold off this weekend. We'll be back on the 25th. You can catch a scroll right there along the bottom of your screen as to uh, who will be racing that weekend. And, of course, we're working more towards July the 2nd. We've got a great press release that's going to be coming out with the SCCA uh, Miata Series. It's going to be a part of the race at Houston. I really like with what they are setting up to do with their program coming up at, at Houston, at the Houston track. And and I can tell you one thing, it is estimated. It is estimated. We're going to have fun. And it is a full card of of the local action, you know, with your advanced auto parts trucks and Carcos Modifieds and everything that we have run in Houston, you know, through our races. But with what the Miata series is doing, they're doing something really cool. And they're talking about bringing about 40 vehicles, maybe more to that race. So j- just keep your eyes peeled to social media. I'll dig into it more as we get closer. And it's so weird because we are already at the point to where we are almost at July 4th, the July 4th weekend. And that's even cooler because we're really hoping that we can get some folks to come on over again with gas prices. We, we, we see the, the costs of everything that happens right now. It affects with our, our Texas racers trying to get to, to mobile and so forth. But Hopefully, it's going to be a great event in Houston, and we're just looking forward to getting race, uh, get, getting to race in, in Houston once again. I mean, it's going to be weird for me traveling to an asphalt race. I'm going to drive to that son of a gun. I'm going to drive to that race, so that's going to be pretty cool right there. Do want to remind you as well, uh, just with everything that we're talking about with the the racing tonight, as they have taken the green flag after the competition caution, they're rolling once again. I'm sure a lot of you folks are, are checking in with it as you are dual streaming here with me. But we do want to remind you as well, the Southern Super Series, they're going to be in action. You can catch it right here on Racing America as they'll be at the uh, Rumble by the River 125 coming up on Saturday over at Montgomery. And that will be a great show. And like we said, you can catch it right here on Racing America. And hopefully you guys will tune into that uh, for your race weekend. But it goes without saying, before we talk to Derek, before DG jumps on, I do want to give a lot of love to the Advanced Auto Parts trucks guys that made the trip and went over and, and ran the big event this past weekend. Obviously, you know, it's... Uh, the the financials, the economics, everything that we're talking about right there to, to, to get folks there. Uh, I mean, we were happy with the turnout we had there. And on top of that, it was a damn good race. That, that's the better thing where I talk, I've talked about so many times in the past to where 30 cars, 30 trucks, 30 whatever is really, really good. But if you give me 9 or 10 and you get a race like you saw on Saturday, that's a, that's a very good thing. With the end of that, it's Logan Boyette there with Gerald Boyd's truck, and and good for them because that that truck took a pounding. The last truck race that we saw at Mobile, that that truck was destroyed, and Gerald the Warrior <laughs> went and sat there and put that thing together, and it's Boyette there at the uh, end of the night. He's number one, uh, followed by Dustin Smith, a great run there for the thirty-three, making the haul along with uh, Jerry Goff in the ten, and Jerry had his fair share of things he had to overcome as well, but Goff able to get on the podium. He finishes third. Uh, Maddox Langham with a great run. He is fourth. Oki Mason, Jonathan Langham, Anthony Monroe probably is the guy that I really want to give the ring of the bell. I really want to give the, the dirty air ring of the bell to that dude because I don't know, you know, when, when folks think of, of Texas, Texas is massive. And when you think of a guy that tows himself all the way from Corpus Christi, Texas, I'm 
I'm, like I said, I am north of Austin right here in the Dirty Air Cave. And for me to go to Corpus Christi, that's along the Texas Gulf Coast, that's probably, I don't know, man, that, that's 200 and some odd miles. That is way down there. And and for Anthony and his family-based team to make the tow and to make it to op and go out and run, that is a great thing. And, and Philip Griffin, he um, he, he makes the, the run as well. So it was good to see the trucks there. It was good to see the trucks show up. And it's a, it's a huge thanks to the folks at op for the, for the welcome that they gave not only to the trucks, but to the to the Gulf Coast group that 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 made their way there, and uh, just one of the things, one of the many many things where we're trying to uh, incorporate things to get uh, our, our guys and ladies get them the exposure, get them to different places, get them to get out there and race, and that was a good start right there. And we got to give a big shout out there uh, to Dustin Smith. He ran a sixteen point eight. That was the fast time uh, as he was uh, blazing the trail out there. And uh, but but you know when you get Boyette in one of those trucks, it's uh, it, it's going to be hard. And you had to know there with Gerald and with Boyette that they were they were going to want to show up there and they were going to be the ones that uh, they they wanted to win. They wanted to win. They wanted to represent, and, and that's exactly what they did. So really good stuff right there. Thank you for being a part of the program on a busy Thursday night right here on Dirty Air on Racing America. Coming up, when we come back, we're going to talk to Derek Griffin. Later on, we'll talk to Gina Shiloh Knowles, and then we're going to talk to Joe Dan Bailey on a locked and loaded Thursday. Thanks for hanging out. Clean air is good. But times like this, dirty air is just a little bit better. Stick around. We've got uh, more coming up, and it's going to be a great program. As you enjoy everything happening tonight, we're back. Stick with us. Whether it's trucks, muscle cars, or miles per gallon, a car quest, we do it all. Welcome to Advance Auto Parts. How you doing? I'm Ryan. I'm John. So I got this brand new 2020 Ford Mustang. It's pretty custom, so I'm not really sure if you're going to have what I need. Well, what are you looking for? I need a new right front spring for Atlanta. Wow. How about a new rear view mirror for Richmond? Not bad. New steering wheel for Watkins Glen. That's pretty impressive. Okay. New headlights for the Bristol Night Race. Industry standard. Well, that was quick. I knew I came to the right place. It's a team effort. Die hard. Good choice. Only one I trust. Imagine if everything had the reliability Durability. Power of Die Hard. Die Hard.
choose Die Hard, and they get it at Advance Auto Parts. Ooh. Kyle Logano. Hey, Joey. You can save money if you fill up a shell if you use Advanced Auto Parts Speed Perks. Dude, I'm way ahead of you. You saved at the pump? Yeah, I saved at the pump. The pump? The pump. He saved at the pump! Woo! Now you can save at the pump when you shop at Advanced Auto Parts. Learn more at advancedautoparts.com slash gas rewards. Now, it's my turn. For those addicted to being in the garage, imagine if everything had the reliability, durability, power of Die Hard. Die Hards choose Die Hard, and they get it at Advance Auto Parts. Is dirty air on Racing America, your Thursday. Clean air is good. Times like this, dirty air is just a little bit better. And we are setting you a sail, getting you ready for a great race weekend. As we talked about, you've got all of the action happening right here tonight. You've got the, um, and this is this is to where I, I am extremely excited to watch later on the uh, and again you can catch that at Flow Sports. I'm very excited to watch the uh, the million dollar race at Eldora. I think that that's going to be something that is going to be really exciting uh, to see those guys. And and it's been all day and and that's been where today has been so fascinating is that you've had uh, with Eldora you've had a couple of days that have been culminated into one day and you've had the same thing at Berlin as they continue to race with 75 laps to go so you've had all of this that's been going on and uh here we are on a Thursday night as we uh as as we sit and and just watch all of this happen and we're building into the weekend and as we said a, a full race calendar at Racing America you can watch local stuff you can watch uh, everything it, it's it's a lot it's a lot that's going to be going on and, of course, we will have all of that coverage for you right here on Racing America. Very much looking forward to this uh, Southern Super Series because you're going to have a lot of guys that are going to be doing a quick turnaround. Uh, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a big turnaround for these guys that are out there racing tonight at Berlin. And, you know, a lot of these guys are going to be back uh, with the Southern Super Series. So uh, that that's good stuff. That's good stuff. But uh, let's go to the hotline. First one up tonight. This is the man and very excited. Wanted to have him on last week, but uh, trying to work logistics and all of that. And this is a very good time to have him on because we, uh, of course, trying to build modifieds and everything that we're doing with the Gulf Coast Series. But we'll get to that here in just a little bit. It is DG, Mr. Derek Griffin. How we doing, sir? Not too bad. How are you doing? I'm doing well, sir. I'm doing well. How, how How's everything uh, How's everything in Pensacola, man? We're, we're over here in very hot temperatures. Uh, I think you guys may be dealing with uh, something else over there. Uh, it's it's pretty warm today. Oh, I good. Had some, okay. A little bit of thunderstorms and 
Uh, but yeah, it got in the mid nineties, so it's it's been hot all day. Okay, okay, I, I saw some stuff happening over there. I wasn't sure if that was going to be affecting you guys. So uh, I, I want to ask you, and we'll talk about you, and we'll talk about everything that you've done in twenty twenty two to this point. But I want to talk about DG performance because I sit there and I watch. Um, it's got to be pretty exciting for you, man. You you've got a fleet of really really good uh, customers that are doing really good things. Yeah, it's pretty awesome to be able to. Uh, to do what we do and, and work with the uh, with the teams and the drivers that we get to work with, I, I honestly never thought that uh, this would become as big as it is, and at least big enough for you know my wife and myself to uh, to be able to do this for a living. So now I'm pretty blessed with the the clientele, and um, it, it's not just you know us. The the customers have to do their job too, and, and they've been pretty pretty strong here lately yeah how, how cool is that for you i, I mean I, I know a lot of folks here in texas that that you know doing the same things that you do right there but when you have folks that come to you and they want you guys to make them faster and then you start seeing that performance you start seeing these guys that that, that do really cool things man that that's got to be extremely gratifying it is it is um it's it's been great to be able to see what we've been able to grow here locally because i mean when we first moved here we didn't have the, the local clientele or local support and uh, most of most of our business was in Michigan and, and Ohio and Indiana and the Midwest so what these guys locally have been able to contribute to the program while also searching for speed what we've been able to grow together has been has been really really great yeah absolutely so I'm glad you mentioned that so so you mentioned that with with the north so I, I say Pensacola but uh expand on that I mean you're you're an Indiana guy I, I mean uh, uh making the move right there I mean you go from one hotbed to another yeah it's, it's pretty cool to be from uh you know South Bend Indiana uh, there's there's quite a few guys that that you've uh you've heard on on TV on Sunday from uh from that area yep but uh to be from there and, you know, to now live down here, go from Indiana, the Hoosier State, racing is pretty predominant, especially in central Indiana, to, uh, you know, the, the greatest short track in the country, I would say, uh, is, is pretty awesome in itself. Yeah, absolutely. So so for you, Derek, I mean, we'll, we'll talk modifieds in a minute, but, I mean, you, you drive them all. I mean, pro, late, model, I mean, everything. I mean, uh, just kind of talk about it for you. Is there one you prefer? I mean, it seems like you jump into whatever and, and you just wheel it, wheel the hell out of it. Uh, uh, your, your thoughts on that, man? You're such a uh, versatile uh, race car driver. Yeah, I've, I've been fortunate to be in everything. I mean, I've, I've driven anything from a front-wheel drive, um, all the way to, you know, an H wine car or what have you have not been blessed to, uh, have the financial ability to, or from, from, uh, I guess my parents or family to be able to do what, you know, it takes to get to that level at this point. But, uh, I've, I guess been lucky enough to have opportunities to drive without being able to, uh, supply that financial support. So, I mean, uh, I've driven it all, uh, I would say other than maybe a wing sprint car. Maybe, nice. maybe that'd be something to do at some point, but um, I, I don't know. I I guess I like the modified the best probably because the, the driver can make some difference. Late models is, is not that way so much anymore. Yeah. Uh, you you can put anybody in a good car and, and have speed. Now, I'm not saying you could win a race with just anybody, but, um, but yeah, the modifieds and honestly the outlaws, the local outlaws here at, at Five Flags are that's a pretty unique class because you can get more than what, what the tire would give you out of the car just because the body has so much grip. So 
Yeah. That's been a pretty neat class to watch grow here over the last couple of years. Yeah, no doubt. And, and talk about that because that, that's the one thing that's always intrigued me about the modifieds. I mean, I mean, there's there's so much horsepower right there, but but uh, you know, up north they're on the big tire. Uh, you know, down here along the coast and, and down south, I mean, we're we're putting you guys on a little bitty eight inch tire, and uh, uh, to make that work right there, that that right there is where the driver. I mean, the driver is the one that that really comes to the forefront as being the one to to make it happen. Yeah, I mean, you, when you think of a modified, you think of uh, terrible handling and mm-hmm. overpowered, right? Too much engine. Uh, obviously, the cars on the on the East Coast, you know, have 14-inch right rear tires, and, you know, those are rocket ships, a little bit different. But uh, horsepower-wise, they're really not too much different. I mean, we can do some things to, to be able to help hook up the power in these cars, but, you know, you, you have to be able to drive them. Um, and, you know, to be able to drive on the edge but not beyond the limit, is uh it's pretty tough especially when you have guys like augie grill and and kyle or cody strickler that uh you know they drive on that limit for the entirety of a race to be able to uh, to run with those guys you have to be there yeah so that's that's exactly right that is exactly right and and the one thing obviously kind of our struggle and again thank thank you for coming to race with us because it was um you know we we were really excited and i appreciated your comments in victory lane at the end of that race you're undefeated there this year but i mean your comments right there uh, as we talked in victory lane it's uh, man I, I wish we could get more guys out. I, I mean, the trucks, they show up in droves, but, man, we, we just can't get I, – I know there's a tire difference. I mean, I totally get all that. But, um, man, how, how do we make that happen? And I know that economics are horrible. I was just talking about that. But, man, how do we make that happen? Oh, man, that, that's, that is the question, right? Because if we, if we knew the answer, we would have already fixed it. But, uh, no, this administration – definitely is not helping the situation with uh, rising fuel costs and, and things of that nature. I mean, once fuel goes up, I mean, everything is shipped, right? So the cost of fuel goes up, the cost of everything goes up. So that doesn't help. But uh, I, I don't really think it is a tire issue. Um, I believe, I mean, the racetrack itself is pretty awesome. I've only been there twice now as a driver and uh, I actually really, really enjoy it. It's uh, the speed at the end of the straightaway, I would compare to something like Winchester. Wow. Um, and I mean, that's, that's what I feel in the race car. Honestly, it might even be faster. Um, I don't know what the average speed was, uh, of, you know, going uh, a high 18 second lap time, but I, I would say it's, it's honestly, it's gotta be close. So maybe some people are afraid of the place. Uh, hmm. there's, there's not a, there's not a ton of modifieds, I guess, in this, within a 30 mile radius of the place. So, um, I guess it's just trying to get schedules coordinated and, and maybe making making some of these guys aware of of the racing that is going on, right? I mean, I didn't even honestly know that there was a race the first time we showed up until you know two days prior, and I was like, hey, what do you what do you think about going to try this? Because I mean, I've never done it, and let, let's see what they have to offer over there. And the, the racetrack itself is is awesome. Uh, what Miss Jean is doing is, I mean, she's making a hell of an effort to try to get get racers to go, but uh, some of these guys may just need a little bit of a push, right? I mean, obviously, the the financial side isn't helping, but I think some, some guys might be on the fence, you know, because the payout structure, let's be honest, isn't great, but, I mean, she's doing what she can. She can't offer us, you know, a million dollars to race for if we only don't get any cars, so um, maybe we just have to work on coming up with a plan to, to get a few guys to come that might go run, you know, a South Alabama or or just stay in Texas and watch TV on their couch all weekend. Uh, <laughs> just, just, I don't know. I don't know what the, the perfect answer is, but um, 
I mean, I'm going to do what I can to try to, to help that effort. Yeah, we love our coverage, but uh, it, it's it's more funner in person, I, I, that, and that's what I tell people. It, it, but I get it. I mean, I, I definitely do get it. Before I cut you loose, I, I would love to know, uh, DG, your, your thoughts on the tires, because I, I do ask guys that, that run the Hoosier and the American Racer. Obviously, you know, with all of that, uh, how does the American Racer, uh, I hear it wears better as it goes on, but uh, your your thoughts on, on the American Racer? Uh, to be honest, I actually really, really like the tire. I mean, I'd heard horror stories about how it wasn't as good and uh, there's no grip and it was like defying death to make a lap with that tire. Um, I, I haven't honestly I hadn't made a heard lap that right one. <laughs> I hadn't heard that one. Yeah, it, I mean, that some of that deterred me, right, originally when you heard all the, you know, the racing over there, but that tire, it's, you know, you might as well be on a, a, a six-inch street tire. and um, So that kind of, you know scared me a little bit but to be honest i'd never made a lap over there with the f70 um so my very first laps there were, were on some some old american racers that i had got from another fellow racer that he had sitting outside right mm -hmm. uh it was it was competitive so i was i was pleasantly surprised that i mean the car actually felt better than it did here at five flags on the f70 tire wow. um with that being said i had an outlaw or a couple outlaw customers that had back-to-back -back tires and I mean, the F70 was this, uh, and a 50 lap F70 was the same pace as a new American racer. Wow! So take that for what it's worth. It's it's still close, right? It's not uh, it's not a huge difference, driving wise. I don't I don't think there's anything to uh, to bat an eye about or or to be worried about. I mean, I honestly think the tire had more grip and it, it felt like it it even uh, made the race car handle better. So while it may be slower. Uh, the, the pace doesn't fall off as much. I can tell you that much. And yeah. that the tire looked like it had a little, uh, a, a little bit of hot tears on the, on the right rear, but sure. um, these modifieds are as hard as any on a tire. I mean, so that being said, uh, it looked great. I mean, if there was a rule to where we had to run four tires for three weeks, I would, if we could police that somehow, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, you know, after what I saw for the first two nights. So, um, no, I'm I'm pretty happy with it to be honest. I mean, it's not more expensive than the F70, so I don't I don't see any reason to to be worried or, or that be the reason that we we wouldn't come race, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think it's a pretty good tire to be honest. That's good stuff, man. That is good stuff. So rest of the year, what what do you have planned? I mean, obviously, I, I know that everybody's shooting for that first weekend in December. Uh, I mean, that that's the one that that's the biggest and the best. Uh, what what all do you guys? Uh, hopefully, you'll come race with us whenever you can. But uh, what else on the schedule for you guys? Uh, for me, it's first is customers, right? So uh, I get to go play every once in a while. Usually it's only a handful of times. I think this year I might I might get to race eight times or so. So I'm pretty excited about that. I guess we're already halfway there, right? So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, <laughs> we're going to try to come maybe run a couple more races over there if we can, if the schedule allows it. And uh, I would, at the Hot Shoe, it's a big modified race. It'll be at Springport this year. It pays 10000 to win. So obviously we'll we'll go for that one. Yeah, and uh, the Winchester 400 weekend they they run modifieds there every year have for forever. Um, I really want a rifle, so yes, sir. That one is uh, that one's on my bucket list. Oh, uh, I've been it. close in the big race. I've been close in a pro late, not Jags Tour race that weekend, but in a pro late there, won a couple sportsman races there. So uh, I just I really want a Winchester 400 weekend rifle. That's oh. uh, that's up there. 
dude. That is so cool. That is so cool. Would love to see that happen, man. Uh, dude, we appreciate you coming to play with us, uh, th- and thank you for the great words and the support and uh, just just showing up. I mean, that's part of the battle right there. We're trying to build this thing, and guys like you showing up, that's how we're going to make this thing great. And uh, mu- much appreciated, dude. Congratulations on, on everything. Uh, keep those customers happy, my friend. Uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Awesome. Thank you, Rodney. Hopefully we'll uh, we'll see you here in the next couple of weeks. Yes, sir. We'll see you soon. Take care, buddy. All right. All right. Bye. You bet. There he is. Derek Griffin. And and I'll tell you, it was I, I felt bad for him because he, he man, he he was the uh he was the advocate for this big race that was coming up. And and I mean he wanted all these guys to come up and and, and I could tell when he got out of the race car in victory lane, because I, I go running down victory lane and you know, drivers get out of the car and I could tell the look on his face what he was going to say. And and I and I just love the candidness there and, and what he's trying to do. And and it's guys like like DG that are really that that we love. I mean, we love everybody. But when you have guys like that that are really actively trying to help the product, and I mean that's great. And, and he's a proven winner, and he's. Uh, we're glad. We are extremely glad, and he, use his word, blessed that he's a part of the Gulf Coast Racing Series. We're jumping back over. Obviously, we like I said at the first part of the show, and, and she's already coughing. <laughs> we were we we I'm were sorry. ready. No, it's totally good. I should have had you muted, Gina. Sorry. We were ready to go racing this weekend, but damn it, it. Um, I was telling everybody checking in on Racing America, you know, we we can worry about all the other stuff that's happening in the world right now, but this this dadgum virus, man, it it, it it's still still kind of poking at us just a little bit. Man, I tell you what, it is it is it finally caught up with me. I mean, you would think after all the racing we did, uh, I mean, all the times I thought for sure there's we've got it, we had to have had it, we get it now when I, we were least expecting it. So it is what it is. I'm glad to get it over with. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just kind of get through it. Uh, so, so your your thoughts on everything? I mean, it. Uh, golly, it. We we could. And like I was talking about earlier, yeah. Let's figure out a way to do it. But uh, you know, we really do. You have to look at the at the best interest of everyone. It's just not the thing to be doing right now. This is stuff you can't really mess around with. Right. And and the thing about it is the people who we had people coming down with it, then other people were exposed to it. And it was just kind of a it was brewing. I've already heard. In fact, I just heard of another person that got it over here. So that would have eliminated a couple of cars. So uh, I think it's just spiking right now. And it, and um, hopefully we can if we called the race, let it settle down and, and let it let it be done with my goodness i'm over the challenges i'm ready to race (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and that really is i mean this stuff is out of of your control but i I mean how do you uh i I mean i know you tell me about praying tell me about options how did this come about i mean i know you messaged me and you're like i just don't think i can do it i mean how uh this had to have ripped you in pieces to determine that we we just couldn't do it this time I mean, you just sit down and try to figure out how you can make your way around it. Yeah. And, and okay, can we do without this person? No. Can we do without this person? And, and everyone had been exposed. And so if you went ahead with it and, and then they get it, like, Friday night, you know, it really throws you in for a loop. The hardest thing about putting on a race is your staff, not having 
uh, or having someone that doesn't show unexpectedly or having someone pull out, that is a super, super hard challenge to deal with um, when your ball's to the wall all day racing, you know, all, all race day. And um, so it just wasn't worth the fight. It wasn't worth spreading it around. I know that um, it, it is it, a few people over here have, have it. So, like I said, it was just not something that, that we could make that we could make happen. Um, what it looks like now, though, is we we probably would have had to rain out. The forecast yeah. is really, really bad. Yeah. I mean, we got three days of a very, very high percentage and and it's rain today. Usually when you get like a Friday with a high percentage, a Saturday with a high percentage, and a Sunday, you're going to get it. Yeah. You're, you're definitely going to get some rain. So, yeah. you know, maybe it worked out. But I tell you, I think what we're going to do is we're going to move the prolate to the June 25th schedule or add them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been talking to a couple of people. We, it looks like we were going to have a decent show. Someone just uh, kind of enlightened me on that. So I think we might move that as long as we're not competing. So they'll make up their race. I got to sit down and figure out how to make it all it up. We've got two to make up. I think I'm going to do double points on some, double points, double features. I got to just call a couple of sponsors, get that money right so we can pay for both. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're, I'm working it out. I'm working it out. And, you know, laying here, my thing is being still is not me. No. It is so hard to be still. And with this, you get, you, you lay in there, my head's going, my brain's going when my headache is subsiding. Um, and I get up and I think, okay, I feel better. I feel better. And I literally will walk into the kitchen and have to sit down. It's like, okay, (laughs) it forces you to rest and you have to make yourself rest. So it's, it's a lot. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a lot and and you can't mess around with it. I mean, you you have to, you have to do the right thing. And and I truly believe that we did. So I don't know. We'll get, we'll get past it. We'll get oh, past it. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. So I don't I don't know how much you heard right there about uh, with with Derek what he was talking about, but he um, it, it's got to be cool for you because obviously we, we've got a lot of brand new advocates, and I use that word a lot. I mean, raising kids, they always talk about your advocates, but uh, for for guys like that, a, a seasoned a seasoned guy. I mean, the dude has done it all. Mm-hmm. He is one of the biggest fans of what you are doing or what we are doing. To have him jumping on here and wanting calling racers out and what he did in Victory Lane that night, man, that that that's got to. I, I know you get down. I know you get down, and I know you uh, you feel the odds stacked against you. But when you have guys like that, that that's got to be a feather in the old cap right there. Even if you got the COVIDs happening right now, <laughs> you know it, it. Like I told, I've told you many times. Sometimes that's all you got. That's all you got. And there's many times where I will look up the hill and go, I just don't think I can go up another hill. I don't think I can face another challenge. And something like that happens. and uh, Or someone calls you. And it's those little morsels that keep you going. Because I tell you, it's hard. These challenges, The you know, I thought this year would be a little bit better. And then it started, you know, slowly creeping up all the gas prices and everything. And it's like, man. And you just have to figure out a different way to maneuver. And, um survive i guess and that that's that's what we're that's what we're going to do and it's what we have done since covid mm-hmm. since 2020 i mean we've been doing that 2020 was our first real full year and and bam we got hit with that yeah. but you know it's just at some point you just have to say no more excuses how can we make this work and and the landscape of sponsorship the landscape of racing it's totally different and sometimes it's it's a good thing 
I think it's leveled the playing field a little bit for racers. I like that. I like that, um, you know, it, it, it makes things a little bit more fair. It's not fun dealing with it. It's definitely not fun dealing with it, but it's just a different landscape. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah, it is. Uh, I, I know we have a big race happening uh, tonight uh, over at Berlin. I've got it on here in the studio. Uh, I haven't gotten to ask you this on Dirty uh, on Dirty Air. Uh, almost said Dirty America again uh, on Dirty Air. But <laughs> but uh, and then I'll let you go because I know your voice is uh, is is tough um, with the big Super Show. I mean, bringing that back with all the folks, with everything, how you're entrenched there with that community. How, how big is that for you to be able to team up with Ricky and make that happen? That is a big damn deal. I'm I'm super excited. I'm super excited about it. There's some uh, more uh, announcements pending coming, um, but I'm I'm very excited. It's it's a a great deal. It's not um, it's us working together. It's us working together in a in a different way that I think that um, needs to be done now in in the the way that uh, racing is, and so I'm I'm very excited. I'm excited to have those guys come over here and get our guys you know some extra exposure too, um, uh, put some classes with them and run them together. I'm uh, I'm excited to be working on the Wheelman series with them. I'm I'm really, um, like I said, I'm really happy that that it's all coming together. Uh, like it should for this track. This track is a fine track, uh, and and it like like Derek said, I, I, how you how they uh, just watching a race on it. You get you you won't know until you're there and you're watching a race and you're like, wow, mm-hmm. this this track is fine. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Excited it, to have the supers on it. I can't wait to see the supers run on it. I know the outlaws on it blow me away. I mean, heck, the pure stock and the sportsman. I get just enthralled watching those guys race. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's fast track. It's a fast, fast track. And I'm excited about it. I think that's the thing with us in Texas. You know, we sit there and we haven't had pure stocks and sportsmen and all that. Nonetheless, uh, super late models. I, I know your mind, Gina, last question. Have you had dreams of those dadgum super late models racing on that track already? Uh, have you heard that noise? <laughs> and then the beauty is with the way the track sits, it's going to be so nice to hear them with that noise. Just, yeah. uh, they ain't nothing around us, man. Hey, have you already envisioned this thing the way it's going to happen? Well, I, I got to watch one run on it, and I got to say it is pretty sweet. It's kind of oh. scary, but it's pretty sweet. <laughs> oh, man. But I do miss, Ronnie, I do miss, now that we came back from Op, man, that was good racing, too. That track, our, I'm going to tell you, the Texas Modified guys, got to go there. Yeah. Got to go there. We're we're going to get our mods to go to go there. This guy, when the gas prices get down, not if, when things get back to normal, we are going to do something with that track because let me tell you, running, being able to run both of these tracks, it's it's, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. That track is just it's it's very much like HMP to me. Actually, it kind of reminds me. What size was um uh um you got a I've got COVID brain. Uh, Marianne's track. Three eights. And, yeah, three, uh, three eights with a D-shaped front it, front stretch. Yeah. It, it reminds me of, it's like a blend of HMP and that track. Kyle, and I think yeah. that, man, I was watching the mods race going, man, and I videoed it and I sent it to Max and I said, man, <laughs> you got to come here. Sonny Hunt needs to go there. I think those mod guys, I talked to a few of them, we can get some of them to come over here and race here. And then some of our guys to go over there. I think it'll be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm excited about what's going on over here. Um, we just gotta 
um, you know, survived the yeah the uh, landscape and survived the the, uh, the political crap. The S H I whatever. Yeah, yeah, a lot of it, a lot of it. And and we do have to say, I mean, excited to be back in Houston. It uh, man, I, I'm looking forward to that uh, weather. Whether it never rains, I'm hoping it's going to be a good weekend for us for that. But I, I think that that's going to be a fun. That That's going to be a good, I, I love the, well, no, I can't talk about that. I read the release, but um, there's cool things in store for that one. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah. We've got more details coming out on that as well. Yeah. Texans, pay attention. You're going to love that one. Gina, go get some rest, eat some soup, drink a whiskey, whatever the hell you're supposed to do with COVID. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. So uh, just be I haven't like, tried the whiskey thing. I'm doing a lot of Tylenol, that's for sure. A okay. lot of Tylenol. Well, just try that out. It, it may help out. Not with the Tylenol on its own. Uh, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. So Yes, definitely. You know, give that a whirl. Be uh be well and uh we'll we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for taking the time to jump on. All right, Rob man, thank you. You got it. Take care. All right, bye bye. There she is, that's Gina. That uh I gotta tell you, man, that that was something that she struggled with to have to call that race, but uh in the interest of everything that's going on, probably something that had to happen. But we are back and forth back and forth back uh yeah back in force on june the 25th as we get set for our next race night happening uh right there <laughs> i'm reading the live facebook feed uh as we'll get back at it once again at uh, mobile international speedway with the gulf coast racing series hey stick around very special interview coming up next as we close out dirty air right here on racing america one of the really, really good dudes, and, and this is, uh, I, I just love this guy to death, and we're going to talk some uh, some cool stuff a little bit off the record, we're gonna, a little bit of NASCAR, a little bit of NASCAR stuff, but I think you guys are going to enjoy it because it is uh, boots on the ground talking good stuff from a dude right here from Texas. Coming up, going to talk to my friend Joe Dan Bailey. That's coming up right here on Dirty Air Racing America. Stick around, friends. Whether it's trucks, muscle cars, or miles per gallon, the Car Quest, we do it all. Advance Auto Parts introduces Speed Perks, a new rewards program. Spend $30 and get 5 bucks back on your next qualifying purchase. Real rewards, real fast. It's about time you get rewarded, really rewarded for doing what you love. New Speed Perks from Advance Auto Parts. Let's get you back to the garage. Welcome to Advance Auto Parts. How you doing? I'm Ryan. I'm John. So I got this brand new 2020 Ford Mustang. It's pretty custom, so I'm not really sure if you're gonna have what I need. Well, what are you looking for? I need a new right front spring for Atlanta. Wow, how about a new rear view mirror for Richmond? Not bad. New steering wheel for Watkins Glen. That's pretty impressive. Okay, new headlights for the Bristol Night Race. Industry standard. 
Well, that was quick. I knew I came to the right place. It's a team effort. Die hard. Good choice. Only one I trust. Imagine if everything had the reliability, durability. Diehards choose diehard, and they get it at Advance Auto Parts. Dirty Air on Racing America. Rodney Rodriguez on a very busy Thursday. A great night of action after some cancellations. No updates, but uh, we got 18 to go in that super late model race, and it's getting down to the end. But Dirty Air rolls on. Clean air is good, but sometimes Dirty Air is just a little bit better. It always is right here on a Thursday evening and glad that you were spending a little bit of your time with me. We're going back to the Die Hard Hotline for a final time tonight. Very excited about this right here. Many, many years, we got a lot of folks that have come out of Texas and done really great things. And this is one of my one of my favorite people uh, to get to talk to. And uh, the conversations that, that we have are so super cool. It is on the hotline, my man, Joe Dan Bailey. JDB, how are we tonight, sir? I'm doing good, sir. Can you hear me well? Absolutely, man. Loud and clear. Loud and clear. Just like Smokey and the Bandit, my friend. It's like CB radio. You are <laughs> you are doing you are you are doing ex- I hear you. extremely well, Joe Dan. I, I want to. I mean, you're, you're many years, and you can expand on that uh, as you wish. But you know, you you've done everything. I mean, you've worked over the wall. You've worked for different race teams. I mean, you have done everything from from your roots here in Texas. For you, with the growth of NASCAR, going back to Gateway this past week, uh, this past weekend, and going to Portland and and racing in Austin and doing all these things, going to North Wilkesboro and all that, we'll talk about some detailed stuff later. But the growth of NASCAR right now—it's got got to make you feel pretty good. What's happening right now? Absolutely. Um, you know, Rodney, I sit there and and I always hear people use the term back in the day, back in the day, how great it was and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I had this conversation today at lunch and uh, what we're putting out right now, the product that racing is right now is the closest, most competitive, most entertaining that I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, the crowds that we're seeing at the racetrack are bigger than what I can remember. I'm going to say in the last, I'm going to say in the last 10 years, yeah. um, you know, the, the, um, Car with the fin on the back. I can't remember the, whatever we called it, whatever that gimmick was. The but, you know, that's about children. <laughs> the COT. Yeah, the COT. The COT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the COT. Anyway, um, that thing there, you know, I mean, it, it knocked the crowds down and, and you know, and there have been some changes and stuff. But right now, um, I am so proud to be part of this uh, revival. And, you know, I don't know, maybe it was off the pandemic I, and everybody's tired of being stuck in their house, but. Man, I'm sitting there and I'm looking out the window, um, you know, at the racetrack. I work in a coach, uh, like a motorhome, and I'll look out the window and and the crowds are just endless. And uh, the the people are, it's it's back. That's all I can say, it's back. 
I couldn't be happier with it being back. And I, and, um, man, it's, uh, it's a special feeling right now. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, it really is. And, and Joe Dan, I, I think one of the things we as short track people, I mean, to, to see rivalries, I, I mean, to see a little bit of controversy, to see a little bit of rubbing and all that, uh, to an extent, that's a good thing because uh, pe- people like this stuff, don't they? I mean, that, that that's how you invite those folks to either come back or become a brand new race fan. Well, you know, you're exactly right. If, if first of all, you got to get the people in the stands. Everybody wanted to come back to the stands because, like I said, they've been cooped up in their house. But now we've we've definitely put that black hat, uh, white hat, mm-hmm. back on the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you got the, you got the good guys, you got the hero, you got the villain now. And um, yeah, TV's TV's blowing it out of proportion a little bit on some extremes <laughs> when they're bored. But but also with that. Um, and the guys are doing it themselves. They're standing up and, and uh, um, getting mad about it. And, and you know, and you, and you see somebody get punched in the face every now and then, either, you know, <laughs> behind the scenes or in the scenes. And, and uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool Yeah. Um, to, to, to have that feel back. Um, you know, and, and everybody talks about Ross. Ross is running over people, but uh, now he's doing it at the highest level, which, <laughs> you know, he, well, he, he's, he's been doing it in the truck. Okay, and you know he's not a poor farmer from Florida. He, yeah, they own a lot of watermelon farm down there, but he he carries that banner well, and and uh, he's hungry, you know. And it, and it's good to see the hunger there. It's it's good to see people not just being lackadaisical, going, "Oh, third was nice," you know. Yeah. Hey, you run over somebody for second now. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a little rough, um, and it's definitely something to get used to. It it, it took the respect out of it. But, um, you know, for the people that pay the money to go to go and see it on um, live, to have that, absolutely awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Joe Dan, I do have some, some detailed stuff I want to ask you about, but I do want to flash back to, to December. I mean, you and I and Gina, and we all sat together there at Snowball. And I saw the short track, uh, the short track upbringing of Joe Dan Bailey come out in you as we sat at Five Flags Speedway, how cool was that for you, dude? Uh, I would look over the the racing was going on, and I don't mean to sound like a weirdo, but this race was going on. I'd look over at you, dude, and you were like uh, you were high on the hog watching this stuff going on, man. Your your thoughts on short track racing? You're, you're in North Carolina. I mean, you're in the hotbed of it. Uh, y- your thoughts on on that and how it correlates to the big picture? Well, you know, um, growing up, and and I grew up. My next door neighbor was Greg Davidson. Oh. Okay. And yeah, so and, and he was always over at my dad's shop, you know, um, getting his stuff ready. He used to run that uh, um, overhead cam uh, six at Myers Speedway <laughs> in the um, Firebird. The Firebird. And kick everybody's butt. The Firebird. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know like a '68 Firebird. Um, anyway, and then when him and Peggy started uh, doing uh, all pro and stuff, and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I still have a photo of. Um, being in victory lane with him at um, San Antonio Speedway. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, Bob Harmon was doing that um, oh, all pro series back yeah. then. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I'd go with them. We'd go to Gina's track there in Mobile, uh, Birmingham, where they had the uh, movie theater behind there. But I never got to go to Five Flags. Okay. Oh, I never got snow, the snowball derby. One year we were going to go. I was going to go with Greg and I never got to go. So the snowball derby, the chili bowl, the 24 hour Daytona, has been on my bucket list to, to the point where my wife got tired of hearing about it. And um, so, 
last year I committed to it. I went and did it, and um, that was incredible. And it was cool because you, um, you get down there, and um, the um, I've seen a lot of people from the industry. That you know, we just finished up nine months or whatever we do, yeah. and um, these guys are on an off weekend. They're going down there, and you see Gabe, you see Chris Gabehart, Denny Hamlin's crew chief. He's running a car. Ryan Priest is down there, you know, and him and his wife. Uh, they're running it, and, and you see all these friends from my work now. But then also, I went over and um, uh, one of the Shiles boys was there. Yeah. And uh, he was running one of those outlaw cars. And anyway, it was fun because, and, and I hate it for him, he busted his ass on, I think I was qualifying. Like, excuse my language. Am I yeah. supposed to say that? Oh, absolutely. Anyway, he's fun. He, he's fun. And when he did, um, He's over there, and I think it was him and his dad, and they, they didn't have much help. So I jumped in and, and helped him. I took the, the bumper off and put it over in the guardrail and used it, you know, and, and pulled it back apart and then got underneath there with the Sawzall. He was – it was <laughs> dragging the asphalt. So anyway, long yeah, story short, yeah. it was cool to be able to get back and, and work on them, but it was even better to set in the stands. And with you and Gina being up there, that was awesome um, because I had friends up there, and yeah. that's, that's unusual. Um, you know, and, and you probably try to avoid me, but I still consider you a friend. Oh, are okay? you kidding? <laughs> dude, dude uh, I, I see you coming and I, I'm like a fly on, on, you know what? I mean, I'm like, I want to hang out with him. <laughs> I want to, I want to <laughs> hang out with him and, and, and get to talk some racing. I mean, some good stuff. And, and, and it, speaking of that, so we got to spend some time together at, at TMS for, for all-star weekend. And that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about uh, with the NASCAR thing. Uh, a lot of folks, when we talk about, you know, the car's not competitive, the car doesn't do this the car didn't do that. I think one of the things that people don't understand, and you see it from the inside, is it comes down to, uh, I mean, it comes down to tire fall off, and that's one of the things that you talked in depth to me about, and I was totally fixated on what you were saying. Uh, you know, the track, uh, uh, traction compound, you know, peanut butter and jelly, whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of other <laughs> things. There's a lot of other things outside of this car, a wider tire, uh expand on that a little bit there's a lot to consider right here when it comes to the cup and and xfinity and truck stuff sure sure so i don't know i guess it was probably about uh, four or five years ago mm -hmm. they started putting what they call track treatment yep. that's that's the keyword track treatment down um and a company by the name of um uh pete uh, uh um what is it golly not vp but uh, uh PJ one, PJ one, okay. PJ one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they came up with a um, chemical-based, uh, petroleum-based adhesive, and they put it on the track. And at some places, it helped. You know, it helped you move up the track at Bristol a little bit, or go to the bottom at Bristol, however, um, with it. But then they overused it, I think, a little bit. So then they came up with a thing called the Tire Dragon. The Tire Dragon is a uh, a flatbed truck that um, has a, a an arm on the back of it that actually drags the Goodyear tires that we're running that week, and it does it um, in uh, reverse, so it's putting it down a layer of rubber on the track. I didn't know that. Part. Um, hmm. Yeah, so, so they have the tire dragging. They, they put down the PJ1, and then last year, and it came out at uh, Nashville was the first place they put it out. VP uh, um, came out with a, um, a type of resin. And the resin went down at Nashville, and it put on a really good show. Um, so then they expanded it, and they went to uh, they went with uh, with the resin at Michigan, 
and it helps. And anyway, so we do these track treatments from time to time, and NASCAR is very methodical about it. They have a um, – if you're ever at the track and you're watching a NASCAR show or uh, race and you see them have that pickup truck out there, they'll have a little trailer behind it that's like about a four-by-four four box that's on wheels. And what it's doing is it's actually measuring the grip on the track. Mm. Um, and, and we get a report back about all that. So anyway, they try to create lanes where – you can move up or you move down and um, get multiple lanes. So like at Texas, um, you know, they created a, uh, they put it on and they didn't need it. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't NASCAR's call, but that's another story. But because <laughs> the, 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 the guy that does that, he was up at gateway at the test and, and we're up there with him and he's saying, well, we, we've got to take the trailer down and test it before we um, going to put it on. And, right. um, with it, um, all of a sudden, we get a call from some people that we have stationed down at the Texas racetrack, and they're telling us, uh, oh, yeah, it's going on today. It's on there. It's, it's happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, we're, we're, changing, we're changing prep from our side oh uh, because of that. Yeah, you know, so in, in NASCAR was caught a little off guard by it, too. But uh, most of the time, they're in on it, on all that. But with that being the all-star event, it was a little bit done. And see, and that's the whole thing. Where do, where do, where's your best racing at? California, right? California yep. is a great track, yep. right? Yep. What's it got? It's got old asphalt. That's right. Okay. So the old asphalt doesn't have grip. Yep. So when it doesn't have grip, just like Atlanta before they saved it, when it doesn't have grip, yep. Atlanta was wonderful. But that was because the the, uh, the tires were falling off two seconds. Yeah. Okay. And uh, one of the uh, pundits on the um, Fox he uh, he always talks about the comers and goers. Yeah, and yeah. that's what creates the comers and goers. If you got a short run car, let's say um, um, you're a high camber, so that uh, part of the tire is going to wear out because there's less uh, um, surface area on the on the surface patch on the uh, track because of camber. Then that's going to wear out. Then all of a sudden now you're on the tread and you're you're going to lose your front steer and you're going to go backwards. Um, you know, so you, you build a long run or a short, uh, short run car at those type tracks, but where the new tracks are, Goodyear's coming with tires that are just ungodly hard mm-hmm. trying to create some kind of fall off, mm-hmm. but the, the new asphalt has so much grip that mm-hmm. it can't, uh, it's not going to grip and so you don't have fall off. You know, you're, you're looking for, uh, well, just like Gateway going in. Gateway going in, we had three tenths of fall off in a 30 lap run during the tire test there, or during the during the test prior to going, um, and we felt like that was going to end up being a terrible show yeah. uh, because of it. And excuse me for calling the show a terrible race, um, <laughs> but but with that, but with that, when they ran the tire dragon and they ran that second lane, it really brought it alive. And you, you're sitting there seeing uh, two and three lane running. Right. Because when you run that top, you can keep the RPM up and keep the momentum going. Um, you know, so with that, it, it ended up being a really, I thought it was a really good race. Um, and without the tire dragon, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. Um, and that's all they needed was they had to have a baseline of rubber before we got there. Um, to, um, to So the, the cars could take off and the cars could run and it wasn't a change halfway through the, halfway through the race. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's some of the prep that, that goes on for it. Um, you know, and, and, and you see it at certain places. We've got a list of uh, places where uh, you'll see it. Next place you'll see it is uh, Nashville. Mm-hmm. Nashville, they'll go back with the uh, 
Um, I think the VP resin, like what they did last year. Yeah. And yeah. that helped that track a lot. Yeah. Isn't that the so. funny thing? Isn't that the funny thing, Joe, Dan, we can talk about like with dirt tracks, it's like, okay, you got to prep the track. You got to water the track. You got to pack it. You got to do hot laps and all that. It's gotten to the point right now with, with the tires. I mean, the tires are so good. Like you're saying, the tires are so good. With asphalt racing, even even in the majorest league of them all, you got to prep the damn track. Yeah, and, and you know, and that's just it. Everybody at the beginning, everybody was blaming the car. Yeah. For the, for the tire failures, and um, you know, that's like blaming the print. That's like blaming the pencil for a math test. Okay, <laughs> for failing a math test to keep from getting political here. That's okay? right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> But uh, with that, uh, you know, the, the, the car wasn't killing the tires. It was the, the 10 PSI of air that they were putting in it that was killing the sidewalls exactly. that was creating catastrophic failure, mm-hmm. you know. And um, um, Goodyear makes a good construction. The last thing they want to do is hear Tony Stewart get on TV <laughs> and talk about how bad that tire sucks. Trust That's me, right. I know. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, so – it's it's one of those deals that yeah we we have to do the prep work, um, but also we're our own worst enemy because what's a racer want to do the most? He wants to go fast. That's right. When he wants to go fast, he wants to go faster than everybody else. And if he knows the secret to it, he's going to do it. Yeah. You know, and go faster than everybody. Yeah. No and doubt. that's just yeah. It's just so that's, you know that's the way we think. That is the way we right. think. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, Joe Dan, for you, I mean, do, does it ever get old, man? You, you I, I mean, you are the one. I mean, I, I tell folks, I tell young folks around the state of Texas, if you want to look at somebody that that is that has lived the dream, that has paid, that has done everything, everything. I, I mean, it, it's not you don't wake up one day and end up in a great position, and you are in a great position, man. It, it never gets old, does it? I, I think you just appreciate every day and just love the life that you live being in this industry. God bless me. Yes, sir. Okay. Um, I mean, that's that's all I can say about it. And by the way, when you tell those kids about uh, being like me, they say, who? Uh, <laughs> They're like, that guy that drinks coffee all the time? What? Yeah, yeah that coffee guy. <laughs> um, you, you know, it, Rodney, it really has. It's, it's been quite a, um, a transition through the years of what I've seen. Um, and uh, to be able to transition and survive and, you know, go with change. Everybody talks about you hate change and stuff. Yeah. And in, in today's world, you gotta, you got to accept it and embrace it mm-hmm. um, because everything's changing, period. Um, I don't care if it's sports or what it is. And um, with that, um, I love every minute of it. Um, last week I had to fly to Portland, and this week I'm flying to Sonoma, California, and that's not the best thing in the world. But, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, it's still a, a deal where um, I still enjoy walking in the garage area and thinking we're going to beat all these people this weekend. Yeah. You know, that was, that was a deal when I worked with Earnhardt back in the early nineties, you know, that was our, that was our mentality. We wanted people to hate us. We wanted people that when you walk to the garage area, they thought I've got to deal with him this week. Right. Or man, I'm going to run second to this guy this week again, you know? And, and that was a, that was a way. And, and, Richard Childress and Dale Earnhardt, I've never lost that from those guys, and I still kind of carry that, and that's the type of swagger that we carry 
each and every week when we go in. We want to, and it's not easy. We got our butt spanked at the beginning of this year. Sure. But you notice, um, you notice that the Toyotas came on now um, because of hard work and dedication of the guys. I mean, it's just like it's just like Gateway. Okay, Kyle. You know, everybody everybody um, plays about Kyle being in the trucks, right? Yeah. So. Um, you know, oh, Kyle doesn't need to be in the truck. Kyle doesn't need to be in the truck. So he gets out of the truck at Charlotte after running fifth, and the first thing he says on the TV is, KBM sucks. Sucks, yeah. Okay? Yeah. And that is what he gets in the trucks for. It's not to um, go win a race. It's because, hey, we're we're trying to nourish these kids. We're trying to develop these kids. Motivation. And if we're not getting them a product, yeah, yeah. we're not getting them a product where they can be better, then we're doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, Gateway, we've got our butt kicked for the last couple of years in the trucks, and uh, we went back and really worked hard on the, the tire model and, um, you know, did the right prep work because the way that they do uh, practice these days, you don't get a lot of practice. You better be ready when you get there. Right. And uh, we turn around, and, and the Corey Hines kid that was in the same truck, same crew chief, same everything that Kyle ran fifth in the week before, sits on the pole and wins the race. <laughs> I love okay. it. I love it. Yeah, the, the kids, I mean, you know, the, the teams take it personal. You, you, um, you remember when, uh, you remember when uh, Kevin Harvick got parked at Martinsville oh, yeah. because of what he did on Saturday? Yep. Right. Yep. I've, always, I've always said that that punishment, you can punish these guys $100,000. You can punish them 100 points or whatever. That punishment was the biggest punishment you could ever get because you stopped a racer from racing. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing worse than that because, like what you said about me, I don't get bored with it, and the worst thing can happen is I'm not getting to do it anymore. That's right. You know. Yeah. And and that's that's a, the sight of somebody that's been doing it as long as me. And there's other guys out there, but sure. Um, sure. I'm I'm definitely one of the few that uh, started out being the kid that was the only one that could reach the inside of the back glass. So I had to clean the inside <laughs> of the back glass. To, to, <laughs> yeah. got, got to do the fun job. That's exactly yeah, right, yeah. man. And, that, that's exactly I, and, right. And, and I, I hope there's kids out there listening to this that, you know, can appreciate that because when, um, Oh, Oh, Buzz Abshire, he used, um, they had me, um, pulling the wagon, taking the gas <laughs> to, um, you know, pulling the gas and refilling the gas cans in between pit stops. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was 15 years old or something like that, but uh, it was one that was just, oh, this is cool. I'm racing and all that stuff. Well, I'm supposed to bring back the amount of gallons that to, so we can do fuel mileage Yeah. to tell the crew chief how much gas it spent. So anyway, so the first time, first race I did it, I kept forgetting, I kept forgetting. <laughs> so the next time we went and did it, um, I came back from the from the gas pumps with the can. And I told him the number, and when I did, Buzz reached in his pocket and got me a Tootsie Roll. He said, all right, every time you bring back that number, I'll give you a Tootsie Roll. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that, man. I love that. That is so awesome. That is so awesome. Yeah. It's, yeah. Rodney, it's, it's been a fun ride, and um, I hope to keep doing it um, until I'm 62 anyway, which would be uh, five more years. Uh, um, you you and, ain't uh, you ain't quitting. You yeah. <laughs> you're gonna keep going. Oh man, you're gonna keep going. Oh dude, that is yeah. so awesome. Yeah. I, I need to get down and see Gina's track. I hear I hear they're doing great things at Mobile. Yep. Um, I want to get I want to get down to um, uh, Texas Motorsport Park and that. Um, you know, and and just I still enjoy the short track side of it. Uh, yeah. When we go to Wilkesboro. Uh, when they reopen that, I'm probably going to go up and see that. I, uh, 
I, I still enjoy that side. I'm still a race fan at heart. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you have know, to be. You it, have to it, be. Yeah. 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 You have to be. Absolutely. Yeah. That, yeah. That, and, and that's what it's all about. It, it's kind of a double-edged sword because one day I'm riding with Dell Sr. And, and we're in the truck. And, and he's telling me, um, he, he made the comment, he goes, he goes, uh, these guys put their pants on one leg at a time, just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And that was exactly right. Um, you know, and first of all, he referred to these guys like they were something, yeah. you know, compared to him. Yeah. And, um, and, and I always keep that in perspective that all of us that do this are just regular guys that are doing something, they're getting paid for stuff that we love to do. Um, you know, and never lose that love for your job. You you never work a day in your life if you do something you love. That's right. Um, That's right. That's you know, exactly and, right. and I've been fortunate with um, having Tanya at home to take care of the boys and raise the boys while I've been playing for the last 35 years or whatever. But um, I'm going to keep doing it. That's right. That's right, man. You make us proud, dude. You make us proud. I enjoy every conversation. Thanks for jumping on this one, man. I, I know we've talked uh, on the other show a lot of times, but, uh, man, me, d- d- thanks for taking this time. Uh, this is oh, good stuff. Good stuff, dude. And, no worries. I, yeah, always, um, always a pleasure to talk with you, Rodney. You bet, man. Look forward to seeing you at a, at a big track or maybe a short track here very, uh, very soon, and uh, we'll have another one of those cups of coffee. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. You take care and good luck. You bet, man. Have a good week next week, man. Yeah, we're going to – I go up – Will's up at um, 7 a.m. to Sonoma. The garage opens at 1 out there. We practice tomorrow afternoon and then uh, race. And um, um, so we'll be on the the racetrack tomorrow. Right on. um, Out there. So hopefully we'll do good. Yes, sir. Make it happen. I'll check in with you, buddy. All right. All right, man. Take take care. with you later you bet Bye. buddy there he is joe dan bailey let me tell you something about that before we before i sign out of here i want to tell you when he's talking about right there uh, about um you know just being a regular guy so i'm a coda i'm sitting at coda after the uh xfinity race and i'm just kind of standing around these guys uh, they had just won a race toyota uh, you know the, the group he works for <laughs> they, they had just won a race and Joe Dan Bailey, in the middle of everything that's going on with the victory celebration, somehow saw me, I ain't nobody, saw me standing on the pit, you know, up against the pit wall. He darts over and comes to say hi. And that's the guy that he is. And that's where, you know, we talk to the young racers. That's where you need to learn from guys like him. That, and seriously, he has. He has done everything. He has done everything. And that's the conversations that I enjoy having. And, and that's what racing is to all of us. And, and, and that's where, I, 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 I mean, I get it with, with the youngsters. I, I, it's a different world. It's a different world. But it's guys like him. It's guys like him that pay their dues. And the story there, when he, he told me that at Snowball when he went out and was like working on a car. And the guy is very high up in, in a certain organization of NASCAR. And the guy's pulling bumpers and hammering shit, sorry, stuff. And that's that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And that is Joe Dan Bailey. And that is why I wanted to talk to him tonight because he's just he's just a good dude. He is just a good dude, and he is just racing. And that's uh, that that's why we do this stuff. And that's why we do this stuff. Guys, thanks for checking in. I think there's still racing going on. We managed to go through about 120 laps of uh and and a lot of people 
hung around. So uh, uh, thanks for checking in here uh, on Racing America with Dirty Air. We do it each and every Thursday right here. Next week, we've got some really cool stuff lined up for you. Obviously, not a race weekend next week. However, we are back on the 25th. Obviously, we're not racing this weekend, but we are back on the 25th, and we'll have uh, some good stuff for you next week as well. I've uh, I've got some stuff working. We've got some really cool guests coming up on an off week as well. Big thanks. Derek Griffin, great advocate for the Gulf Coast Racing Series in those modifieds. Good dude. Love that dude. That's the guys that we love to recruit and be a part of the Gulf Coast Racing Series. As well, thanks to Gina Shile Knowles checking in with her COVID self. <laughs> and, of course, Joe Dan Bailey. All of that happening right here tonight. You can check out this for rebroadcast at RacingAmerica.tv. Don't forget, great stuff coming up um, on Racing America. That Montgomery race for the Supers. Rumble by the River 125. That's going to be good. If you're an asphalt short, trace, uh, short track racing fan, check that out. Guys, we are back next Thursday. Remember, clean air is good, but times like this every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central. Dirty air is just a little bit better. My name is Rodney Rodriguez. I'm in Texas, and I got to go. See you all next week.